Blog Talk Radio. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, break every chain. Break every chain to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. There is power. Come on. Come on, you declare it. There is power. There is power, there is power in the name, in the name of Jesus. We know where it is to break it, break every chain, break every chain. Come on, set me, break every, break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. There's an bless you. God bless you. Good afternoon to you, our listeners. You are listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and we are here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. sharing with you the gospel, the good news and glad tidings of Jesus Christ. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, every chain, whatever your chain may be. There is power in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is powerful. It is matchless. There is no other name given under heaven whereby we must be saved other than 
the name of Jesus. He is our King of Kings, our Lord of Lords. Certainly, he's our soon coming King. And we thank God and we praise God for all things because it is in him that we live, move, and have our being. We want you to know that we don't own the rights to any of the music that you hear today. But we pray that it is a blessing to you, to you, and to you. And we stand and declare that we are empowered people on today. That the enemy has no power over God's people. He has no power over God for uh, Christ has all authority. He said all power is given unto me. And so we serve a powerful and awesome God. We want you to tell your family, to tell your friends, to tell your neighbors, even tell your enemies to log on to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. We want you to reach out to us on social media. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. We are on Tumblr. Just look for Global Gospel. And certainly we will be happy and excited to receive your friend request and to share with each and every one of you. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can write us at P.O. Box 5331. That is in Hempstead, New York, where the zip code is 11550. If you'd like to email us, you can email us at globalgospel17 at gmail.com. Our number in studio, if you'd like to reach us while we're in studio to give us a shout out, is 619-924-0800. Again, we thank you joining global gospel and we want you to know that global gospel is syndicate syndicated on uh, spotify on google play and on um, apple itunes and so we want you to look for us on those social media platforms as well and you can listen anytime day or night because all of our shows are archived We thank God for all those that are listening around the world, China, Japan, the Philippines, India, South Africa, Zimbabwe, Kenya, the Netherlands, Bahamas, Jamaica, West Indies, the United Kingdom, Germany, Bulgaria, Italy, Spain, Portugal, Ghana, Nigeria. We thank God for you. Thank God for all of our U.S. uh, listeners, United States uh, listeners, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Florida. Georgia, Carolinas, Maryland, thank God for you, D.C., District of Columbia, uh, Chicago, Illinois, Michigan, uh, California. We thank God for all of you, and if I didn't call you out, certainly you can always send us a message and we'll uh, give you a shout-out. Thank God for our listeners in Canada, across the border to the north. Thank God for all of you sharing with Global Gospel. Our theme here at Global Gospel comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 3 but if our gospel be hid it is hid to them that are lost and whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ with the image of God should shine unto them we for we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus, the Lord, and ourselves, your servants, for Jesus' sake. The gospel is holistic. The gospel is here to speak to your um, your soul, your spirit, your body, your mind, to your uh, finances, to your uh, living condition, uh, to your state of mind. The gospel is holistic. And we cannot put God in a box because God is our everything. And the gospel is here to free you on today, to break every chain, whatever has you bound, whatever has you depressed and oppressed, whatever has you can't move to the left, can't move to the right, you can't move forward. The gospel is here for you. It is the good news. It's the power of God unto salvation to the Jew and also to the Greek, for the rich, the poor, the black, the white, to the cripple, to the lame, to the blind, the gospel is here for you. And we pray today that somebody receives the gospel 
of Jesus Christ because there is none like him. I can search all over and you can search high and you can search low and certainly you'll find like there is none like Christ. And certainly what you have to do is believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Something works for you when you believe in it. If you believe in prayer, prayer will work for you. If you believe in communicating, communication with the Lord, communication will work for you. But you have to believe. Certainly you have to confess that he is Lord and that he is Savior and that he has risen from the dead, that he has victory over death, hell, and the grave. And so that's why we are here today to share with you the gospel, to share with you music. And, you know, we share with you from time to time. God has placed people in many different areas of ministry, uh, whether they sing, whether they write, whether they're a musician, whether they're a therapist or educator. God has people everywhere, and they are doing kingdom work. And certainly uh, we can do it better together. And so we... um, always want to share with our uh, brothers and sisters in Christ because no man is an island. Certainly we can't uh, live uh, to ourselves because it's a dangerous thing to live to yourself. And then one day you need somebody or you need something. And certainly because you haven't shown yourself friendly, you find yourself in a bad predicament. The Bible says who he that Once friends uh, must show himself friendly. And so we do have a message that we are going to uh, share with you in a few minutes. But we do want to, uh, we're going to take a break and uh, share with you um, another music selection. And it simply says, and the selection I was thinking about that I I wanted to share, uh, if he never does anything else, if God never does anything else, just think about that. Stay tuned and be blessed.
never does anything else. He's already done what he said he would do. God's promises are yea and amen. And certainly God has moved. Uh, he has moved in 2020. Uh, whether we like it or not, we've seen God's hand move in 2020 like never before. And sometimes it was his hand of mercy. Sometimes it was his hand of judgment. But neither, never, nonetheless, God has moved. And the song, song said, let, um, God has spoken. Let the church say amen. And God has uh, certainly spoken. He speaks every day. Uh, certainly, but we are not always necessarily listening. This afternoon, Kings, the book of First Kings, chapter three, chapter three, and verse verses um, sixteen through twenty-eight <clears throat> is the thought that I will share uh, with you. First King, chapter three, verses. 16 through 28 Then came there two women That were harlots Unto the king and stood before him And the one woman Said oh my lord I and this woman Dwell in one house And I was delivered Of a child with her In the house and it came To pass the third day After that I was Delivered that this woman was delivered also and we were together there was no stranger with us in the house save we two in the house and this woman's child died in the night because she overlaid it and she arose at midnight and took my son from bedside from beside me while thine handmaid slept and laid it in her bosom And laid her dead child In my bosom And when I arose When I rose in the morning To give my child suck Behold it was dead But when I had Considered it in the morning Behold it was not My son Which I did bear And the other woman Said nay But the living is my son and the dead is thy son. And this said, no, but the dead is thy son, and the living is my son. Thus they spake before the king. Then said the king, the one saith, this is my son that liveth, and thy son is the dead. And the other saith, nay, but thy son is the dead and my son is the living and the king said bring me a sword and they brought a sword before the king and the king said divide the living child in two and give half to the one and half to the other then spake the woman whose the living child was unto the king for her bowels yearned upon her son and she said oh my lord give her the living child, and in no wise slay it. But the other said, Let it be neither mine nor thine, but divide it. Then the king answered and said, Give her the living child, and in no wise slay it. She is the mother thereof. And all Israel heard of the judgment which the king had judged, and they feared the king. For they saw that the wisdom of God was in him to do judgment. The baby tell the truth after this selection.
for the opportunity to read your word, to listen to your word, to hear your word. We pray that someone is blessed, that they are touched, that they're healed, they're delivered, they're saved, that they're encouraged. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Split the baby. Tell the truth. The more things change, the more they stay the same. And as I watched on yesterday, the 57th anniversary of the March on Washington, I concluded that after much sweat, tears, and bloodshed, the truth of the matter is that some things have not changed. Change is inevitable. It is necessary. To, necessary. It can sometimes be painful. However, change is most easily identified when we look at people, places, and things on an individual level. Because if sometimes if we look for a collective change, it will not happen and we will not see progress. This is why we have to work out our own soul salvation with fear and trembling. You can't look at whether God has saved someone else, but certainly make sure that you are walking the way God would have you to walk. In the scripture um, for today, we have an issue. The issue is about telling the truth. The issue is splitting the baby, and certainly the, the term split the baby has been used in several areas, even in the financial field. But there is an issue, and the issue is several issues, as a matter of fact, but the issue is fact versus fiction. The issue is the truth versus a lie. The issue in this particular text is life versus death. The issue is wisdom versus ignorance. The issue is God versus Satan. Well, now that you know the issues are in, let's look at this. These two women don't even have a name, and we are led to believe that they are prostitutes or harlots, or perhaps and they live in the same place Perhaps it is a house of ill repute. Perhaps they are um, looked down on. They are uh, undesirables by society. But somehow they make it to the presence of the king. And who is the king? The king is Solomon. And we know uh, King Solomon, the son of David. And Solomon was a wise man, perhaps the wisest to ever uh, live and he had great wealth and great riches and there's so much that we could say about Solomon and his, Solomon and his wisdom uh, at another time but these two women women had similar experiences for they were both uh, defined as prostitutes or harlots with children both had a son and while you can share the same profession as someone, you don't have to have the same position, disposition, or attitude as your counterpart. I submit to you that by nature, they were both mothers, but one had a heart of a mother, and the other did not have that same heart. I also submit that what you are or what are you you involved in is not necessarily who you are. You may be in a place or a state of sin and shame, but God sees you in a place of total wholeness, a place of morality, a place of deliverance. You see, if your heart is pricked, it can be changed. The inner man will change, and then the outer man will respond. Solomon, in all his wisdom, says to split the baby. You read along with me. In essence, he was saying, tell the truth. Fess up. He called the bluff of the one mother. He was uh, looking to extract the truth.
from the situation. And what these two mothers perhaps did not realize is that when you're in the presence of a wise and just king, that presence demands truth. What does Solomon say? So get a sword. And they must say, this man is crazy. We're asking him to uh, acknowledge the situation, to um, judge the situation. And he says, split the baby. And he was in a difficult situation because he was the only man here, and he was dealing with two females that had an issue. And that is not a good place to be. Uh, but the one mother would prefer, have preferred that her child go with someone else than to be killed and die. And the other mother said, listen, well, listen, let me get my half. Let me take my share. And certainly that did not display the real heart of a mother. And so we have to be, what can we learn from this lesson, from this text, or this account, experience, or today, is that we have to be careful of sometimes the people that we live with. We have to be careful of the people that we work with. Because people are jealous of your family, jealous of your possessions. Jealous people are dangerous people. You see, this woman was dangerous because she had murder in her heart. She didn't mind a child being split in half by a sword. She was barbaric in her nature. And this one woman wanted to give away something that was dead. She already had an issue before they got to the judgment because she tried to cover up her dead child. And not only did she cover up her dead child, but she wanted somebody else to have something that was dead. She wanted the other woman to accept a dead child. She wanted her to accept something that had no life, something that wasn't going anywhere, something that would never prosper, something that would never move. And certainly we have to be careful of accepting things from people because some people will give you anything. But I wouldn't accept something from someone that doesn't want that particular item themselves. Misery loves company. This was a miserable woman. And she wanted the other woman to be miserable with her because she did not know how to deal with her anger, her grief her pain, and perhaps her bitterness because she had lost her child. Miserable people are willing to go the distance for a lie. But I'm glad as I reflected on the march yesterday, as I said, I recall that Dr. King said that truth, I believe, crushed to the earth will rise. So you can try to lie and you can try to cover up and you can try to smother people out and take people out. But the truth will come about sooner or later. What do we know about Solomon? Well, Solomon's wisdom was exercised in this particular situation to save the male child. And we remember the life of Moses. Moses was in jeopardy because of a government decree. And certainly his mother, um, when the midwives were told to get rid of the male child, his mother hid him. And we know that the Hebrew boys, uh, they ended up in a fiery furnace. They almost lost their lives because they would not eat the king's meat, because they would not bow to the king's music. And Daniel was in the mix as well. Uh, because and why do these things happen? Because of wickedness and high places. And we see nothing happening any different on today that young men are being killed, young men are dying because people are trying to cover up the truth, because people are miserable and they want you to share in their misery. They want you to have a dead situation, a dead child, a dead boy, or a dead girl, a male child. And uh, for, for example, 
in particularly uh, men of color, I, I can speak of that because I am one, have always and continue to be under attack. But it is the job in this story, in this scenario, in this situation, in my situation, in other situation, the female took the responsibility to protect that young man, to protect them from someone that did not, a mother that would not love them the way that she would, to protect the child from dying by the sword, even though we know it wasn't going to happen. But the woman was the protection. And that's why we can um, we can re- be reminded of um, Deuteronomy uh, when Moses uh, writes a song about God. And, and he says uh, in Deuteronomy 32, as an eagle stirs up its nest, hovers over its young, spreading out its wings, taking them up, carrying them on its wings, the Lord. The Lord alone did lead him, and there was no strange God with him. So God's leading is likened to that of a mother. It is likened to that of an eagle that takes care of their young. But what about um, the male? What can I say about the male in this story, the young boy that almost didn't have a chance in life? He was under attack, and men are, our attacks come to uh, destroy us And the, not only was this young man Under attack But the integrity of this woman And her child were under attack Because of a lie A lie seeks to destroy Your, intelli- your intelligence Your integrity Your accountability It just seeks to destroy Your whole being And we know that Satan Is an accuser of the brethren But I read in the book of Revelation that because he is an accuser of the brethren, he shall be cast down. And so we know on today that the devil is already defeated. What do we know about Satan? John 8 and 44 said, ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and obeyed not in the truth, because there is no truth. In him, while he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. It was this lie was a, a lie of murder, and Satan has always and and will continue to tell lies. That is why it pays for the believer to have wisdom. The Bible says, "Ask of, of her." Then it tells us that wisdom is the principal thing. And then all our getting, we should get an understanding. And there's nothing like godly wisdom, godly advice, and godly counsel. And then we should pray for discernment. Nothing like discernment. And some people, God has given the gift of discernment because it will keep you out of trouble. These women sought wise, godly counsel from King Solomon. But there is another king. He is the king of kings. He's the Lord of lords. He is our soon coming king. He's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He's the stone that the builders rejected. He is the chief cornerstone. Somebody said he's a bridge over troubled water. And he introduces himself, whatever he is to you today. He's your healer. He's your savior. He's the your deliverer. He's the one that shed his blood on Calvary for the remission of your sins, my sins. And certainly he's our high priest. Certainly the atonement was made for our sins. He's the, uh, uh, the shepherd. He's a sheep counted for slaughter. And certainly uh, he's touched by the feeling of our infirmities. And he introduces himself in John 14 and 6 by saying, I am the way and the truth. This is the part right here. As we talk about telling the truth, as we talk about splitting the baby, know that Jesus said, I am the truth and the life. No man, no one comes to the Father except through me. So if you want truth, you must have Jesus. 
No Jesus, no truth. No truth, no Jesus. And John 14, and you read John 14 and 16 and 17, he says, I will pray and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth. Christ talks about the comforter. He talks about the paraclete. He talks about the Holy Spirit. He talks about the Holy Ghost. Even the spirit of truth, calls it the spirit of truth. God's spirit is truth, whom the world cannot receive. The world doesn't want the truth. The world can't receive the truth. No matter how many people you have in Congress, in the White House, in law enforcement, uh, in the in the courthouse, no matter what their uh, religion is, their race, their color, their national nationality, no matter what their political association is, there are people that do not want the truth. And these are the people that are legislating and, and trying to keep us as law-abiding citizens. And certainly it's the job of the believer, certainly to not get caught up in the politics. Yes, we understand the world and what goes on in the world. And yes, we should exercise our right to vote, but don't be political. Certainly ask God for wisdom. Ask him for guidance in all that you do, because nothing can top God's wisdom. But the scripture says the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Certainly you can't hold people up to your expectations if the spirit of truth dwells in you because they don't want to receive you or your expectations. But we already know that there is spiritual wickedness in high places. And so what do we do? We pray for those that are in position. But we know that as today, as we talk about splitting the baby and telling the truth, that God's wisdom is awesome. That God's wisdom will not leave you in a state of despair. God's wisdom will not leave you in a state of mourning. Because whatever you go through, certainly he will bring you out. Because he is the righteous judge. God is the only one that can judge the world and do time. He can judge the actions of people. And certainly God's uh, judgment and God's wrath is something that you do not want to, uh, you cannot reckon with. And so as these women, they sought uh, counsel with King Solomon. They sought him and certainly Solomon was based on his wisdom. He was able to make a wise decision, a wise judgment. But we know that Christ is coming back. And I thought about the song as I've uh, been going to work. And certainly as sometimes I go into the courthouse and the courthouse is empty. And I thought about the song, how prophetic this song was, uh, that the king is coming. Split the baby. Tell the truth. Stay tuned. There's no traffic in the street. The builders too are silent. There's no time to harvest wheat. Busy housewives cease their labor in the courtroom. There's no debate. Work on earth has been suspended. Comes through the gym. 
happy faces. Check them out. Line the hallway. Those whose lives have been redeemed. Broken home that he has mended. Those from prison he has freed. Little children and the aged hand in hand. Stand all alone. They were crippled, broken, ruined, dressed in garments white as snow. I can hear.2020, we have seen the marketplace empty, and it continues uh, to be uh, emptied out. And I was listening to the news on yesterday 
uh, about Lord and Taylor. I think they said Lord and Taylor is the oldest department store in the country, almost 200 years old. But Lord and Taylor is closing, and department stores are closing. And certainly, as the song said, the the marketplace is empty. And we've seen days where nobody was at the store, when he had to get it on the line just to get into one store. And certainly, we know that the court in the courtroom. There is no debate, and certainly we think this is bad, but we know things can get a lot worse, and certainly it's no sense of us playing God and trying to uh, expect uh, things to go our way or the way we want it to go, but I thank God for the wisdom of Solomon. He says, split the baby, and certainly when, uh, when wisdom makes a suggestion, the truth will show up, and so we thank God for the truth, and as we uh, have a few minutes left. I just want to share this particular passage of scripture, and we know that Christ is greater than King. The King Jesus is greater than King Solomon. Certainly, Christ is coming back to judge the world, and we know that uh, it may be sooner or it may be later. later. We don't know the day or the hour that the Son of Man shall appear, but in 1 Corinthians, and we thank you for listening to Global Gospel uh, we pray that everything that has been said on today is a blessing to you. We want you to log on uh, any time of day or night and remember that our show is archived. But First Corinthians chapter 18 talks about First um, uh, Corinthians chapter one talks about wisdom and uh, for and it says in verse 18, uh, for the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to the, to us who are being saved, it is the power of God, for it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, the intelligence of the intelligent, I will frustrate. Where is the wise man? Where is the scholar? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has God, has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since the wisdom of God The world through its wisdom did not know him. God was pleased through the foolishness of what we preach to save those who believe. Jews demand miraculous signs and Greeks look for wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles. But to those whom God has called both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than man's wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than man's strength. Brothers, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose the things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. And so I want you to leave you with that, that God will choose the foolish things of this world to confound the wise because there is no wisdom like God's wisdom. There is no God like our God. And certainly that's why we give him glory, honor, and praise. We thank you um, for sharing with Global Gospel. Continue to join us next week at 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Remember that Christ is the spirit of truth. The Holy Ghost is the spirit of truth, that Christ is the way and the truth. And certainly we honor him, we praise him. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you on today for your loving kindness. We thank you for your tender mercy. We thank you for being our truth. We thank you for being our peace and our strength. God, we thank you that you are our healer, our deliverer, and our savior, God. We pray right now for all that are shut in, those that are shut out, those that are, are sick and afflicted, God. Let your healing virtue go out. Let them know that you're able to do all things but fail. You're able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think according to your power that works within us. We thank you for sending your son, Jesus, that we might have a right to the tree of life. And God, we ask now that you bless us in the city, bless us in the field, bless us coming in and going out. God, give us 
your Holy Spirit. Take not your Holy Spirit away from us, God. And God, move on our behalf. God, open doors that have been shut. Close doors that no longer need to be opened, God. Make ways in the desert for us, God. And we believe today that when we go through the fire, it will not kindle against us. We know that if we go through the flood today, it will not overflow us. We stand in victory and not defeat. And we declare that you are the only wise God, our Savior, our Master, our King of Kings. We thank you and we praise you on today. God bless you as we leave. Worthy is his name. Thank you for listening to Global Gospel with your host, Reverend Lamar Before thee, 